What's that, boy? Dad, over there. Is that a yeti? It's just his hair, son. At last, saved after all these years. Stuck up this cursed mountain, licking moss with only a crow for a friend. How'd you find me? Just walking the dog. Need a lift back down? Room for a crow? Adventures never far with the Land Rover Discovery Sport. Now £339 per month on Land Rover personal contract hire. Oh, heated seats. Land Rover. Above and beyond. Initial rental, £4,068. 48th month term. Subject status, 8,000 miles per annum. Conditions apply. Offer ends 31st of March. Participating retailers only. Such Land Rover offers. Introducing first, former ECW champion, Mikey Whipbread. I gotta keep some semblance of order here. They can never take away the fact that I've been the champion. And his tag team partner, former ECW heavyweight champion, Jerry Lynn. You might hear guinea pigs in the background occasionally. And Joel Referee for this podcast, Mike Freeland. It's in your contract in this show that you have to curse at least 10 or 12 times a minute. This is Front Row Material. Ozzy Osbourne blows dead bears. And if you can't handle that fact, get your chunky ass back to that concession stand and sell some snow cones. What the fuck are you doing? I'm eating some uh, kosher pickles. <laughs> Jesus, if I'd have thoughts of killing you. Are you serious? Just hearing what- you eat. I'm so I didn't mean to. I I'll keep it down next time. Well, why are you? What, motherfucker? Why are you eating and calling me at the same time? You were gr- you were grilling food what? earlier. Yeah, but that wasn't a recorded call. That was just me making dinner. Who's eating? No one Who is eating? eating. Fucking <laughs> like eat fucking carrots. <laughs> I heard some crunching. Well, they're they're kosher pick. They're Jewish pickles. Oh, I love pickles. So do I. Look, we, we talked about this. We're not bringing religion into the podcast. We're not. <laughs> We're not. Was what I was going to say is... Is my uh, rabbi joke okay? That's hilarious. I told it at work today. Oh. So, Mike, you bought those kosher pickles. Were they cheap? You know, Mount Olive usually is on <laughs> sale. What? God damn it. Come on, that was good. You didn't catch well, that. I was kind of... Uh, Scared to jump in on this call because the title was Anal Bum Covers. <laughs> I was worried about what kind of a chat I'm going to be hopping into. Oh, I get excited. <laughs> Why doesn't that surprise me? Well, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You go back to fucking chewing again. Sorry. Sounds like carrots or something. So they, they must be really crisp pickles because it sounds like carrots. I, I picture Bugs Bunny singing, Carrots are divine. You get a dozen for a dime. You know, it's magic. I can picture Captain Furry here now eating a, eating a fucking carrot in this fucking uh, Bugs Bunny outfit. Right? Yeah. Hey, I, I had some bananas a few minutes ago, but they, they were stiff. I mean, like... I love they disappeared. They're gone. <laughs> I said they're stiff. That was scary. All right, stop that. I'm not doing anything. I didn't eat dinner. I went to a, a recital for preschoolers tonight, right after work. Uh huh. You're I'm working those. You're working those pickles over like there's no tomorrow. You were giving it the once over. I'll tell you. They're good. 
They're really, they're really fucking good. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing like an asthmatic. <laughs> I don't. This is a vegetable. Don't make me fucking choke. A pickle is not a vegetable. Yeah, it is because it starts yeah. out as a cucumber. Yeah, but it, it, but it finishes a pickle. It's like you got a sex change operation or some shit. <laughs> I recognize it as a fruit. So, <laughs> so pickles like a uh, like transgendered food. Yeah, yeah. Good. I would go for that. <laughs> I'm gonna have some coffee in a little bit. Uh, oh, coffee pickle. That's a great fucking combination. Oh, no kidding. Oh man, I'm hungry. This diet, this thing, I, you know. All right, here we go, I'm, Captain uh, Olive Juice. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I lose so, a lot of weight to eat, eat drinking fucking olive juice. I will drink this shit. I'll drink the whole thing. You know, when I was a kid, holding up that pickle jar, the, when my grandmother used to live, she used to live in Maine, and she would never let us stop to use the bathroom. So if we had to, pee, if we had to pee, she had a pickle jar that we could pee in the back seat. Oh. <laughs> you know, when I was six or seven, it didn't seem so awkward. But looking at it. Room, I used a, a Gatorade jar and I put the lid back on and set it somewhere. And I just wonder if someone actually thought it was a Gatorade and came back from after a match and took a nice big swig. As a, no. As, a, as opposed to just using the bathroom, Jerry? <laughs> I was well, going to say, Jerry, what was the holdup here? You had to get out you know, in front of the, the fans to get to the bathroom and my match was coming up. So Ah, okay. That makes better sense. Well, I, I just thought you randomly decided to piss into a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> Well, no, uh, Ian Rotten choked the death of his. No, not randomly. It was, it was for a purpose. I hope it was lemon lime. I think it actually it, was. Because if you pee into like a fruit punch one, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be at least the right color. Well, Ian, actually, what, Ian Rotten, when he ran this one building up by Louisville, he had a big five-gallon piss bucket in the locker room because he didn't want the boys walking out in front of the fans during the show. And he would have the young boys or whoever was going to school at the time and getting trained empty that piss bucket. But he wouldn't have them empty it till it was like two inches from the very top. Can you imagine <laughs> how heavy that thing was? And then try and do it, walk it out the door without spilling it? Okay, hold on. Hold on. To the average person who doesn't understand the wrestling business. I don't think I understand everything. Young, <laughs> young boys? What? Well, that's what they call them in Japan. Well, green boys, young boys, it's guys breaking into the business. Can we just say newbies or something? Okay, newbies. I, mean, I, I forgot. Okay, when you, these, these aren't layman's terms. Right. You're talking in languages like, well, I'm pissing into a big bucket with a bunch of young boys. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? The, the, new, is- the newbies smoke doobies and say, hey, which doobie you be? <laughs> My God. What the fuck? I've barely slept. Give, give me a break. Uh, that was a great show, by the way. What? Give me a break. Oh, yeah. Now, Carter? I never saw it. Or whatever you do when someone's dead and you want to pay homage. You you, you you pour your drink on the ground. Well, my wife's not home, so I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and 
That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Oh, Mike, that was terrible. Oh, no. He, he sucked that kosher all the way down his throat. I think then, he was lying about then, his gag reflex. But what I could tell, that's true. <laughs> he had that thing deep. Hey, hey, that got me through summer camp 87. Oh, no. That was the other end. Extra extra ice cream. Sleep away camp. Oh, fucking hell. Moving on. So you haven't gotten any rest since Canada? I've barely slept. Why? Because my life is fucking out of control. That's normal. How many of these fucking I was just going to say, how many is he eating? Oh, my. Eat the whole fucking jo- That's a lot of piss. <laughs> right. I'm going to jerk this whole thing while we're doing oh, it. Don't. Please don't. I will throw up and hang up. It's good. Oh. Good boy. Good for you, Mike. Enjoy that pickle. Better in a Bloody Mary. I- oh, those things suck. Whoever invented a Bloody Mary should be fucked up a shot. You haven't. So what? So that's what tomato juice. That's enough right there. Um, and end of conversation. I will never drink V eight. Never. Well, it's, never. High, it's very high in sodium. The, you, you, the concept of V eight just makes and no you sense. could possibly stroke out. <laughs> well, with my blood pressure, that's the last thing I need. Drink V eight. You could possibly stroke out. I almost stroke out fucking yesterday on this fucking. Line from fucking Toronto to get in, back into the United States. Oh yeah, those are horrible. Let me fucking let me fucking tell you about my experience yesterday. First, Greetown Wrestling, excellent. I heard tremendous reviews online. I tell you, Bubba, Greetown Wrestling <laughs> is excellent. <laughs> Promoter Channing, Dexter, Chester, Danning, Chester, Chester, Danning. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! We gotta get the guy's name right. Oh, it's it's uh, Channing uh, Chester, 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 you know, Chester Manning, Manning Chester. That's what I Channing Bubba. Decker, 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 Channing Decker. <laughs> I'm looking it up. This is fucking terrible. <laughs> what's, what's fucking terrible? Is that he's a fucking gray guy. I'm just bad with names. Well, the. Fa- Decker, Decker. Used to remind me of that movie Airport when he's going, Striker, Striker. And he punches the woman. Oh, it's Channing Decker. I can't record this podcast like this with this fucking jackass with this fucking pickle. Christ almighty. Uh, Have some decency. It's kind of disturbing. It is. Get used to it, boys. Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. My stop, name stop, is Mike. Stop, what? stop. What's wrong? What's wrong? <sighs> no, that was fine, actually. I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, I can't help it. I am fucking cranky today. Why? First of all, you never answer your fucking phone. That's the first thing. I had it on vibrate. Keep, and so keep in my calls. He did that on purpose. He said, I'm vibrating. wants you to call him over and over and over. Keep calling back. <laughs> Look, I'm there for a good time, not a long time. I'm only calling once. <laughs> I just had a horrible yesterday. It was just not good. Please share. Well, first. I mean, I got the, vo- I got the voicemail. Yeah, I know. You didn't sound very happy. Thanks for making that public. I appreciate that. You're very well. Anyway, so I have an early flight. Not early flight. It was like an 8 o'clock flight out of Newark into Toronto. On Porter Airlines, right? So I get to the airport, 
everything is fine, except I forgot my headphones, right? So now I have, I have mm-hmm. the iPhone X, and it has the super kayfabe, you know, <laughs> headphone gimmick thing. Mm-hmm. You have to use, like, the charge. Well, of course, in the little shop in the airport, did not have any of these. So I had, to, I had to buy an adapter to get another adapter to get my headphones to work. So I was not spending $130 on headphones at the airport. You are shit. No. Uh, like, the cheapest, the oh cheapest headphones God. I found that were Bluetooth, like 130 bucks. And then I figured if I buy them now, my flight is in 45 minutes and they're not going to charge and they'll be useless. So anyway, that was holding that clusterfuck. So we take off. Flight was okay. A little bit bumpy. I make the mistake of looking to my left at the wing. There was ice forming on the fucking front of the wing. And I was, at that point, I started freaking the fuck out. Like, holy fuck, this is it. Do you have a fear of flying anyway or no? Well, I'm, we fly in so much, you kind of get used to it. Okay. But I figure, they say, well, the odds of dying in a plane crash are this. I go, yeah, but we fly so much, my odds are going up every time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, anyway, I, so we land, no problem. Um, land in, in Toronto, very nice. Uh, met Tajiri down in the lobby. And of course, the first thing Tajiri says to me is, Oh, you big baby. What? Yeah. What? He called me a big baby. Make, Why? Basically, you're basically, calling, basically calling me chunky. Oh, no. Yes. Anyway, so went to Greek Town Wrestling. Excellent. I mean, the show was run great. The, the, the fans were great. The promoter was great. Channing Decker, he's the fucking promoter. He did a great fucking job. And I got his fucking name right this time which is phenomenal because I kept calling him Dexter, Chester, Checker, Decker, whatever the fuck his name was. But his name was Channing. He does a really good fucking job. I met his parents, really sweet folks. The after party was great. My new best longtime dear close personal friend, Lucha Freddy on Twitter. This guy's fucking great, by the way. This guy's got a fucking gimmick. Tremendous. Uh, Yeah, and I had a really good time. You know, hung out with the after party with uh, Jazz and Dreamer and Tajiri. Really good time. I did miss my I did miss my buddy Jerry. I have to admit. But now let's talk about flying home. So we had the after party. My flight was at six. So I did not sleep. Went right back to the hotel and then right back to the airport. Get on the plane, no problem. I have a, a window seat. I could pay money to change my seat. But because I'm cheap, I did not change my my seat. I was stuck in the window. 13D. I sit down, and then just you don't like before, a you don't like a window seat. I do. Then you can but, lean and sleep. But here's what happened, Jerry. Oh, okay. Just before they're about to close the fucking doors, a large individual gets onto the plane. Oh no! And I'm like, okay, well, you know, no big deal. Until he goes to 13C. And I see him taking his bag and putting it into the overhead. And I'm like, oh no, this guy sits next to me. He asked the flight attendant for a seatbelt extender. And I thought to myself, you better ask for two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Now I can say this because I'm a bit chunky myself. So it's not like, you know, I'm a skinny mini. So the guy sits next to me. Great. Being that he's so large, he's encroaching into my, you know, 20 inch seat. Oh, no. <laughs> I try to sleep on a plane. I can't, especially on a short fight like this. Well, with about 25 minutes to go, I feel like I need to use the bathroom. Oh, no. I look over to my, my chubby friend, and he is asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I am trapped in my fucking. Seat. 
<laughs> so the seat in front of me in the aisle, in in the window is empty. Now there's a person on the aisle seat, but so I'm I I stand up and I'm debating hopping over the seats <laughs> so I can get out to go to the bathroom. I'd I pay figure, to see that. I figure that may not be a good idea. So we land. Now, of course, I'm coming from Canada, so now I I need to clear customs. So I'm walking out. I make the twist and turns, and I get to the immigration section. And I look at the line. There's like three people on the fucking line. I said, okay, good. Only other people that are here are the 20 people that are on my flight. I'm going to use the bathroom. Well, I use the bathroom. I come out of the bathroom 10 minutes or so later, and there's 300 fucking people on this line. There's so many people on the line. It, it has exceeded the rope maze. And it, it has come out <laughs> the general public. <laughs> so I'm looking at, I'm going, oh no. So I'm looking at the signs and I say, yep, nobody on this line. Oh, A, U.S. residents, permanent guests, and green cards on this one line. And I go, fuck me running. <laughs> I asked the lady, the security lady in the nice red jacket. I go, what happened? <laughs> Ten minutes ago, there was nobody here. She goes, well, that plane came in. I looked over at the plane. It had a, a logo and a, a name on the tail that I could not pronounce. And there were about 300 people from India on this plane, on this line. I'm like, holy fuck. So now I'm waiting for like an hour on this line. Right? At that point, I call. At that point, Jerry calls me to tell me he's having a great day. I said, fuck. <laughs> and then I call. You might be to tell you that the podcast may have been delayed because I'm not having a good day. Yes. So my phone's about to die. I figure, well, that's not going to work. So as soon as I hang up with you, your voicemail, my lady friend in the red jacket comes over and says, sir, sir, and starts pointing. So I look to my left and see a big sign that says, no cell phones, no photography. I go, I go, it's okay. I, my perfect Tommy Dreamer, it's going to die anyway. <laughs> Which she did not seem too thrilled. So I put my phone back into my pocket. <laughs> so now I'm waiting. I can't talk to anybody. I can't use my phone. And my ADD, social anxiety, everything is going through the fucking roof. Now my back is starting to hurt because I'm standing so long because I have a bad back. And now I'm starting to get uncomfortable. And I'm tired. And I still have another hour yet on this line. So finally my turn comes to the front. And I, now I can be assigned a line to stand on to actually see a, an, an agent. <laughs> if I stand, it says, stand behind the red line until you're called. I said, fine. I wait, wait, wait. It gets to my turn in the line. The motherfucker at the immigration thing in the little cubie there says to me, oh, sir, this is my last person. You have to go to another line. No. <sighs> so they moved me to another cubicle line, which is probably only another 10 minute wait. But I, at this point, was livid. My back hurt. I was fucking tired. I was cranky. I'm like, okay, whatever. So now the guy takes my passport. He goes, where are you coming from? I go, Canada. He goes, where in Canada? I said, Toronto. What were you doing in Toronto? I said, well, there was a wrestling show. All the, all the usual spiel. And I'm like, he goes, oh, you look very stressed. And I go, well, I've been standing in line for two hours. I said, you know, this, this, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, you know, I haven't slept. He goes, oh, why haven't you slept? So now I'm starting to get, I go, this fucking guy thinks I'm some sort of fucking terrorist. I'm like, <sighs> so finally after the rigmarole, <laughs> he stamps my fucking passport and he lets me go. I said, thank fucking God. 
So now I'm walking through the line now, and I have to make my way through these 300 people at the at the baggage plane trying to pick up their fucking baggage, <laughs> which they have. I, I don't know how much people money these people paid, but if they paid per bag, <laughs> it had to be in the thousands of dollars. <laughs> so I go through with my little carry-on and my backpack. So I wait in line now for the next line where you need to give your little customs form to the guy. You know, how much stuff he brought into the country, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see these other people just going right through. Indian people, five and six, seven member families just walking right through. They give the form, they walk right through, no problem. I get to the fucking guy, I give him my form, and he goes, Oh, it says you spent uh, forty dollars on uh, you know things you brought back. I go yes. I go and I'm like yeah. He goes oh, only forty. I said yes, sir. I said I bought a coffee mug that says Toronto on it and three beanie babies. <laughs> he goes, oh. <laughs> okay. So you have no other luggage? I said no. Hmm. Just one bag and a backpack. I go. That's it. Hmm. Why were you Why are you in Canada? I said well, I went to a wrestling show. Oh, a wrestling show. Do you know John Cena? all this he goes he goes uh you you seem a little stressed sir and i go well i've had a very long fucking day i haven't slept last night again why didn't you sleep wow i said we went out last night and you know my friend from the japan he goes oh you met someone from japan in toronto i go yes my friend ah come with me sir i went oh (laughs) so now he's searching my bags he said this is my carry-on bag now he's searching my backpack and he pulls out the bag I got from the little gift shop in th- at the Toronto airport. I go, see, coffee mug that says Toronto on it, and three Beanie Babies, $40. <laughs> <laughs> he took my form and said, thank you, sir. Have a nice day. Oh. And part of me wanted to say, go fuck your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. So now, oh. I go, no, it gets fucking worse. I take the bus. I parked in the cheap I should have spent the money, but I parked in the cheap P6 economy lot at the Newark airport. <laughs> well, I found the bus and I took a picture of my car in front of the fucking sign that said section C row seven. Very good. So now I'm on the bus and I see the bus stop once it says a, all the signs say a, I say good. Now the second bus stop comes, it says all B. I say good. Now the second bus stop comes, it says C. I get off the fucking bus. Well, I go to where I look at my phone and said, okay, C7, there's my car at the very end of the aisle. I go to C7 right by the fucking sign, and my car is not there. Oh, no. <laughs> I go, Wait, what? I said, I know my car is here. I parked here. I go, what the fuck? So I take my phone out, and I look at the C7, C7, but I notice that the background is different. In my original picture I took, the background was the fucking airport, like the runways and things like that. Well, in this picture, C7, it was a picture of buildings in the background. And I go, <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. So now I have to walk, which seemed like 18 miles, to the other end of C7, at which <laughs> point then I found my car. Oh, no. Start. <clears throat> so now I get on Interstate 78. I'm driving. Everything is fine. And then things come to a fucking crawl. I go, what the fuck is going on now? There's an accident. So for 25 minutes, I sit in traffic. As I now pass the accident, I see the accident is two fucking cunts rear-ended each other or some fucking shit. One car, it looked like it had a little bit of a piece of damage on the on the, the bumper. Other car, <laughs> nothing. I'm thinking, you fucking pieces of shit have sat in the middle, <laughs> of, middle lane for this fucking time. For this... So I was very. So I gave him the finger as I drove by. No, you didn't. I didn't. 
So now I'm driving. Everything is fine. <laughs> now I'm at the 78 now. I'm on no sleep. I'm getting very fucking tired. Anyway, I make a wrong turn. I get off the wrong exit. I actually I didn't get off the exit. I went through. I took off another exit that I thought was correct, but it was a big clusterfuck. So now I'm driving. I am 10 minutes from home, and I start to feel like I'm going to hit the wall. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. And I start to get the, the eyes starting to close a little bit. And my head's getting heavy, and I go, oh, this is not good. So I start singing fucking Bob Dylan songs. That doesn't fucking work. I can see like, I suppose that doesn't fucking work. I roll down the window, stick my hand out the window. Stick your fingers. Yep. <laughs> so now I'm driving and I feel it coming. And I must have hit the rumble strip. And when you're this tired, I hit the rumble strip right here. Like this, right? But all I heard in my head was, ah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, excuse me. <laughs> but no, the rumble strip. Sounded like the Terry Funk noise. <laughs> uh, uh. Wow. So I started laughing at that point, and I was I was okay, good to go. And then I, I made it home. But well, it was a giant clusterfuck of a fucking morning. It could have been worse. Instead of telling the lovely lady in the red jacket that your uh, phone was just about dead, you could have said something like, it's about to go off. And she would have had a dozen SWAT team members tackle you thinking it's bomb. Oh, shit. (laughs) I think that's what they thought. This might sound terrible, but they really should have a line for citizens. Yeah. That's true. If you were a citizen, you should be. But I had to wait in the general public line, which I'm not happy with. I know that sounds terrible and elitist, but it's true. You don't handle being with the general public at all, period. Much less in a line. It, it It was frustrating, to say the least. Just a bad time to take a pee. Well, that was my question. Did you take a pee or a poo? Both, both of you. Okay, okay, Jerry. Jerry, stop. This this is pertinent information because if he just went ahead and took a tinky in in the stand up, he would have been in and out ten minutes. Wait a minute. By deduction, says he sat down. You said tinky. He took it. But here's here's the problem. See, it was just a deuce. I probably could have waited, <laughs> but I feel like, but I really had to pee. So I figured, so it's like well, let me do this now. Piss. Well, well, <laughs> I, well, I figured once I'm in there, I said, well, I might as well, I might as well go to the bathroom now since I'm here. Right. I tried to be efficient. <laughs> efficient? Yeah. I figured I would pee and poop at the same time as opposed to just being <laughs> and having to go later and then have to poop. It was consolidating his trip. Yeah, because normally when you poop, you pee anyway. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Normally, normally when you poop, you pee anyway? Well, while you're there, you might as well. No, I'm just, no? Am I weird? I don't know. I think if I got to go to the bathroom, you know, and I got to I gotta make a poo, I, I don't necessarily say, oh, while I'm sitting, <laughs> oh, I'm no, going to go ahead and take a tink. Don't say, I don't, don't do that. that. It just happens. You probably, you probably don't even notice. Maybe. Maybe I do, and I don't even recall what happened. Next time you go to the bathroom, think of me <laughs> and make a mental note if you peed or not. <laughs> I bet it happens more than you think. Oh. Well, let, let me let me we throw talk this to you next week. You, you let me yes. know. I will. I will let you know what happened in the bathroom when I thought of it. And then he will write on the wall for a good time. 
Call Chunky Mike. Call the Pickle Man. <laughs> I'm going to pull Jerry and go to bed. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of people uh, want to know what the hell happened. Oh, the conversation was going great. And then you just say, oh, well, maybe we should probably uh, close it up tonight. And then all of a sudden you're gone. Well, I thought I said goodnight. No, there was never a proper goodbye. Good night. You wrap this up, and then you were gone. Yeah, that's are, it. Are you Fucking sure you gone. didn't edit that out? I am I positive. I swore I said good night. No good nights. No, no. I'll tuck you in. <sighs> nothing. Well, I'm sorry. It's fine. I'll make up for it. I'll spoon you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm used to it. You are not. That's that's, <laughs> that, that's true. I'm not. Wait, hold on a second. Now that we're on the bathroom, this brings up a very interesting question. When you sit, do you okay? If you have to pee, do you normally go in, you know, lock you know, the door, and sit and pee? I've, why I don't know we, what the? Or do I don't you, know why we're talking about do, this. I thought this was a wrestling podcast. I thought so too. It is. It is a wrestling podcast. But I'm just asking you: Do you like the the the, the privacy factor of going into the stall, closing the door? I don't like standing up next to somebody. Because then somebody's going to look over. They're going to make eye contact. It's so you, so, so you tell me you, when you go to the bathroom, eye contact. Sit down, sit and tuck, dude, all the way. What do you have a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> it's comfortable. The JJ. Let, let me tell you something right now. I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you this, and we're going to fucking move on. I will stand at a fucking urinal with every Tom, Dick, and Harry looking at my fucking junk. Then me fucking voluntary sitting down <laughs> on the fucking public toilet. <laughs> No, you're going to nest it, but no, still. I don't have time for that shit. I got to go in. Especially in an airport. Yeah. Social anxiety man doesn't mind pulling his Johnson out at a urinal and having everyone look at you while you're going. I'm that not Ric Flair fucking well, swinging the fucking thing around. I'm going to the urinal, pissing, putting it back in my pants, washing my hands and going outside. As long as no one's pointing and laughing. And even if they did that, I don't care. <laughs> All the way. <laughs> That's just what that's just what I'm doing. I got my phone on me. Okay, I'm this reminds me of that movie with Jack Nicholson where his wife dies, and his wife was so overbearing that she forced him to sit while he peed. What movie was that? I have no fucking idea. She forced Schmidt. him to sit about and Schmidt pee? or some shit like that. About shit. She fo- she forced him to. Pee I believe I believe down. that's why he sat down to pee because his wife was like that. It's not a bad thing. Bad worse. And this is reminding me of Dennis Hopper and Blue Velvet again. Here we go. <sighs> Mommy. <laughs> We've talked about nothing. These people go to this this week and go, fucking guys. Where's the wrestling? Where's Where's the wrestling? Yes. Oh, well. We do have some wrestling stuff to talk about, though. We have a lot of wrestling stuff to talk about. We do? We do. We have things to talk oh. about. But I wanted to let you get that off your chest. Do you feel better? No. <laughs> That's the whole point of this. This part Whoa. of the show is supposed to be cathartic. Yeah, head. like therapy. Well, I want my fucking Were money to- back because that was. I feel still feel like shit. Feeling like shit. Don't make don't, Do you, don't make uh, fun of me now. That's not right. Are you? Are you still on uh, on the keto? You yes. Still hanging, hanging close. Yes, I am. I. Tajiri was making fun of me because when we were doing the, the VIP autograph signing before the show, um, he was hungry. And he asked me if I'd split a cheesesteak. I said, well, I really can't really eat that much because, you know, I'm on, I'm on a diet. 
And so we get a cheesesteak and I take off the bread and I start eating the, just the meat and the cheese and the peppers off. And he goes, are you diet? I go, yes. He goes, it looks, it, <laughs> so then he points to the French fries, these diet French fries. <laughs> and that was his thing. So then, you know, we, after the show, we go back to the same place for the after party and they had like a chicken souvlaki type dinner with like a, a, what do you call it? Like a, a Greek salad and potatoes and rice. Well, I ate the chicken. I ate the salad, but I did not eat the potatoes and the rice. Right. So to Jerry, these diet potato, it's diet, <laughs> right. everything was fucking diet. So he takes out a tissue, I guess, from his, his bag. Cause we had our napkins. He goes, this <laughs> diet napkin from Japan. <laughs> <Look at this. laughs> you're, you're very fucking funny. So yes. How'd he look? Pretty, he looks really good in the picture. Fucking douchebag looks the same. Exactly he, the same. Yeah, he looks good. He does look good. I love him, but God, the same. And if, if so did he say what he's been up to? If or? one more fucking person calls me the relative of King Kong Bundy or mm. Matt Pinfield or Michael Chicklets, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. <laughs> it's worse than Sam may call me Yo Fester. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I'm having a bad. Oh. I'm having a bad week. Wow. Well, you could be, you know, fartwad like my daughter calls me. I would prefer to be fartwad because okay. at least that's in some way, shape, or form, that is a term of endearment. <laughs> really? Calling me a fat, ugly fuck is in no way, shape, or form endearing. Who are the two people that they called you? Three people. Three people. It was either King Kong Bundy's kid. Matt Pinfield. Matt Pinfield? Or Michael Chickles. Matt. Michael. You know who Matt Pinfield is? Me? Yeah. me? No, I He not. hosted, uh, what was the metal show on MTV? Headbangers Ball? Yes. Okay. Well, at least I like metal. Maybe it's because you like metal. Is they're, they're drawing the comparison? No. No, it's because I'm fat and bald. Oh, man. But I'm on this keto. Any man? I'm, I'm fucking, I'm losing weight. That's good. I'm happy for you. I don't know how much. Anybody say man? Anybody say like Mantar? Oh, jeez. You know what? I'm hanging up. It's time. He's <laughs> gonna pull a Jerry. Fuck this. So let's go to no, fucking fans bunch of questions. Dumb fuckery. Yes, Jerry. Fans questions. Drew Watson. Oh no. Oh, you no. know Drew? I was wondering. If- do you see the last name, Jerry? <laughs> It just dawned on me. Son of a bitch. Okay. He says. This this is my brother, by the way. He says, I know your brother. Well, Andrew, that's him. He says, podcasts are awesome. Tell us more about your childhood wrestling stories. I know Mikey's stories, and so should the fans. Ha ha. So what stories is he talking about, Mikey? Well, here's a fucking story for you. (laughs) And B, it's Christmas time. This is somewhat Christmas related. So my my parents tasked me with the job of putting up the Christmas lights on the house. And as you can tell, I'm very, very into Christmas. Not really. And I did not want to do this in any way, shape, or form. There was no way like I had better things to do than oh. put up fucking Christmas lights. So my parents said to me, We're going to the mall shopping. We'll be back. By the time we want we get back. I want these lights hung up on the tree. 
I said, okay. So I put up the Christmas lights in the shape of the Ultimate Warrior's face paint. Wow. And when my parents came home, they saw me with my old school radio blasting the Ultimate Warriors music, standing on the roof, going, Speak to me, Warrior! (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. He used to say the next day, my dad rearranged the Christmas lights. They no longer look like the Ultimate Warriors face paint. Oh, boo. So there's thanks a lot, Dad. So there's a story. So your brother didn't help you? No. I was gonna say, where is he in all of this? I don't know. Not doing the Christmas lights. So is he your younger brother or older brother? My younger. I have four younger brothers. That's it. Holy cow! You come from a big family. I do. Maybe I haven't met Drew. I think you have. Okay. I know you. So I know you them? met Buck. Yes. Yep. Oh, he's out of his fucking mind. He makes me look fucking sane. Oh boy. So what are your brother's names? Uh, so there's Drew, there's Buck. Yeah, and there's Steve and Danny. Steve and Danny. Yes. Any sisters? Okay. No. Well, wow. A bunch of so, let's, so listen to this. My brother Buck is a chef. My brother Andrew is a New York City cop. My brother Danny, well, my brother Steve is a pilot for JetBlue. And my brother Danny is some sort of something for the Long Island Railroad. Wow. And I'm wow, a professor. Pretty... You, you tell me <laughs> on the grand scale of things. Your mother dropped who my, you. Who, Paint chips. I think she dropped me repeatedly. Yeah, drop pie. Oops. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mikey, I, we have a lot in common. Are you there, Mikey? Hello? No, I think he said fuck it. I think he pulled a Jerry. Oh, I would have Mr. JL. I would have made him feel better. The whole the whole drop pie thing though, Jerry, it makes a whole lot of sense now when you think about it. I mean So Gosh. He is a little sensitive tonight. Talk about cranky. No, he's just delirious tonight. I don't think he's coming back. Well, I'll tell you about my brother. Yes. I have a younger brother. Please continue. And he is like the CEO or something like that of IT for a division of Nestle. Oh, wow. So he he's moved from, I'm trying to think, Minneapolis. They moved him to, I think, Bakersfield, California. Then they moved him to Long Island. Then he moved to the San Francisco Bay Area, Oakland, somewhere around there. I mean, in a real oh, in Dan Danville, California, where okay. a lot of uh, you know multi 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 millionaire big shot Hollywood producers live and stuff. And then he just I think about a year and a half or so ago moved to Fort Worth, Texas. He's done very well for himself. And Good. in the meantime, I was always the traveling freak show. So, <laughs> Mike, you shouldn't feel bad. Wow. So what? let me ask you this question. So what was your parents' take on the whole, I'm going to do this as a career, when you told them? Well, how did that whole conversation go down? My mom said, why do you want to get hurt? And I had to say, well, I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> you know, you know, but uh, they weren't wild about it because years and years ago, 
you know, uh, wrestling, you know, drew rough crowds, let alone people in the business being kind of a rough crowd. So they, they were just really worried about me. So now had you ever, had you ever gone to any shows with your, with your dad or no, nothing None. uh, they, my brother and I were adopted and he was three and I was six when we were adopted. And that's the first time I saw wrestling because every, oh, every wow. weekend it was uh roller derby and wrestling. And I loved it from the get go. That was Mikey. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to walk away from the show, you don't make noise in the background. I don't think it was planned noise. It sounds like he's selling and cussing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know that uh, I'm back. I I just told the whole so world about my brother and you would have felt better. Yeah, what the, what the hell did you do? Well, I I got a little sensitive and I I left. And then I, I heard I, you crash and burn and you were selling and cussing at the same time. Oh, you could hear that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I w- okay. So my back is fucked up, and I have bad knees. So <laughs> my dog had a bone on the ground by oh. his pen. Oh boy! And I was going to be nice and take his bone and give it to him because he's back in the bedroom. Well, the the, the pen is right by uh, the table in the kitchen. So I put one hand on the back of a chair. <laughs> I tried to lean over to to pick up the bone next to the pen. Well, I slipped off the the chair, moved and slipped, so I fell into the pen, knocking things over <laughs> and hurting myself in the process. The pen is mightier oh. than the bone. Oh, this, I tell you, the dog's gonna fucking kill me. I'm trying to be nice to the dog. I try to pick up his bone, and it causes all kinds of fucking. Anyway, moving on. All right. What did I miss? I was just telling him my brother's, you know, in the big wig suit and tie world. Oh, the big the, executive that works for the fucking. Uh, N- yeah, division of Nestle. Nestle, yeah, close yeah. enough. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> so, did I already tell you that? At some point you told Maybe me. Maybe I did. Maybe I did tell you that, you know, he and I are polar opposites. So, he was in the suit and tie world and I was the traveling freak show. You were the clown. Yes. Send in the clowns. But- but, but neither one of your families came to live shows at all? I think that uh, my mom never came because she never wanted to see me get hurt, and my dad came to one. My dad went to one as well. My mom never came. My mom to this day has never seen me wrestle at all, even on tape. You can tell her the outcome is fine. Yeah, well, she's not buying it. <laughs> if she would have seen me try to wow. pick up this dog bone, every, yeah, everything is fine. It's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know, playing off of your nightmarish travel situation, were there any other travel situations when you guys were going back and forth with an ECW that were just nightmares? Absolute nightmares. Nightmares? Oh, anytime we were in Boston, we'd be stuck in a traffic jam going on that interstate through the middle of Boston. It was horrible. And it didn't matter what time of day either. There was one time, it was probably 2 o'clock in the morning. It was late, maybe even 3. And Lance and I were we were uh, questioning ourselves. We're wondering, should we take the outer loop, which would add probably another half hour, 45 minutes to the trip, or should we 
take the straight shot right through. And we figured, well, it's late. You know, there shouldn't be a traffic jam this time of night. Wrong. We were stuck in just stop and go traffic. And I almost had Lance talked into getting out of the car. I said, we should get out of the car, stand in front of the headlights, and take turns bending bending over and kicking each other in the ass for taking this interstate. Because we'd already been stuck in traffic jams in it, on it a couple times before. It was horrible. And that was when they were still doing, what were they doing in Boston forever? The Big Dig, they called it or something? Yeah, they were some sort of construction bullshit. Yeah. I bet that went over budget. No, I'm sure. Did you guys ever have a situation where anybody, I know you guys said you showed up just in the nick of time, but anybody ever travel situations not work out where, uh-oh, the show's going on, they're still not here. What do we do if they don't show up? Any situation like that happened before where you have all of a sudden maybe been put into a situation where the card's changing as we speak? No, the only time that ever happened was Lance and I drove to the wrong state, but luckily we were, they had us wrestle each other, so it was no big deal. Yeah, I never really had an incident where I missed anything. So it does sound like ECW was actually a pretty well-oiled machine when it came to at least getting from town to town, right? Would you would you concur? Yeah, huh. I think so. I mean, for the most part, the guys pretty much got to where they had to go. You know? I think the only time I worried was when we were driving across the border into Canada and when we were getting close to customs and immigration i pulled the car over on the shoulder and i made everyone get out and we had to sweep all the pot seeds and stems out of the car <laughs> so. yet i get harassed at the fucking border that's right bubba that's right bubba you're never mind i can't i, I can't talk even. about getting harassed at the border <clears throat> uh ricky rice was going through immigration in japan and just a couple people ahead of him was the iron cheek <laughs> and, of course, they're just going through all of Sheik's bags. I mean, they're opening up everything. And Sheik's looking back at Ricky, and he's got a tissue in his hand, and he's shaking his fist up in the air, and he's yelling out loud. He's going, Allah got the gimmick. Well, here, Sheik's got the, the drugs in his hand while they're going through everything in his bag. <laughs> how, how much trouble would you get into if they confiscated your shit? Never see you again. Going through customs one time in Japan, you know those uh, uh, Vicks inhalers, the little thing you unscrew and you just sniff it to clear up your sinuses? Okay, I had one of those in my bag all the time. And this was in the early 90s. I'd been going to Japan quite a bit. I think the one year I went there about, I think, four, made four or three-week tours over there. It was always in a bag. And so we're going through immigration, getting into, into Japan at Narita there, and the guy's going through my travel bag, and all of a sudden he stops, flips on this flashing light, and all of a sudden, probably about a half dozen customs agents come running all over, all excited. And I'm thinking, great, now what? And he pulls out this little Vix inhaler, and he says to me, it's illegal to bring this into Japan. Surfers get high on this. And I'm thinking, what? what? I'm thinking... If there was an ingredient you could get high on, I'm sure by now they would have taken it out anyway. So I had to go to a room, and then they're opening everything. They're opening my deodorant, my toothpaste, everything. And I had to pull my pants down, <laughs> bend over, and pull my cheeks apart. <clears throat> <laughs> 
So thankfully, there was no cabinet. Oh my god! Right. So, I mean, and then I had yeah, yeah. I unless maybe that particular customs agent was kinky and wanted to see my big brown eye. I don't. I don't know. But uh, and you wonder why the name of this chat tonight was anal bum cover. Yeah, right. Uh, somehow Mike <laughs> subliminally implanted the theme in our heads. But uh and then they pulled out this paper. It was a typed out letter. Out of your, your butt? Ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they found it. Oh my god. Oh. It was a letter of apology to the government, and I had to copy word for word in my own handwriting that whole page letter. I had to write it out, a letter of apology to the Japanese government. And then they finally let me through. But all that took like an hour and a half. And I just was like, you got to be kidding me. Just for a little vix? Yeah. They make you spread your ass cheeks and then write <laughs> and then write a fucking essay? Oh, my God. I felt so cheap. <laughs> I'd never go back. Oh, I didn't want to. Where do you go from Holy there? Holy cow. Yeah. Holy shit. That. <laughs> think about your experience and then think about his. At least your pants weren't around your ankles. That's true. Thanks for the that, visual. That could have been really, really bad. What's the guy they called you? Chicklet? <laughs> what was his name? Michael Chicklets. Michael Chicklets. I got to look that oh, shit Oh, that from The Shield? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I wouldn't be ashamed of that. Oh, he was a badass. No, I know what he is. Wasn't he the guy? What, wait a minute. Well, no, I'm thinking of Dennis Franz. My bad. Okay. No, I don't look like him. Okay. <laughs> Michael. Uh, Michael. Michael. Who? Chicklets. Michael Chicklet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look that up. Not to be confused Michael with Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Bubba. Tic Tac Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey Bubba, oh, you look good. You look like a Michael Chicklet. <laughs> oh. oh, maybe I humble well, you <laughs> gently. Gently, <laughs> you humble him gently. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so what's the next uh, fan's question? Wiper blades on such a wet. Day as this, squeaky, streaky, rain rattles your windscreen, smears rattle your confidence, can't see, can't drive, can't believe you haven't been to Halfords yet. We fit new wiper blades on the spot from just two pounds, and we're open late, seven days a week. Find your local store now at halfords.com. Ready for winter's worst? Ready for anything. Halfords for life's journeys. Wiper blades sold separately. Selected vehicles only. In most stores. Opening times vary. I think that's. Yes. I, think, I think that's enough for this week. <laughs> <laughs> this has gotten really invasive. Oh, he's not a bad-looking guy. Invasive. I told you there was no cavity search. No, but I mean, you, you still had to. You still had to. <laughs> you still had to spread your cheeks. Yeah, that was that Michael. Was, uh, interesting. Michael Charles. What time is your dentist appointment? Two thirty. That on. Are you talking about a cavity surgery? You got another question? Nope. Let's wrap this up. We've got to have a little more 
wrestling content, don't you think? So you guys didn't probably do a whole lot of rehearsing, though, did you? Or is that concept more of a nowadays thing when it comes to wrestling? Uh, every now and then, if there was something that we weren't sure about or, you know, something big like that where, you know, they kind of walk through it. Like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to take you up, put you up. And that's kind of, that was the end of it. You know, we didn't really right. go through too much. But uh, most of the stuff, you know, we, we decided we'd do it. And uh, first try, live first take in the ring wow yeah usually the only part you got to work on is like loading the person in or you know getting in position for the move yeah that's that's usually the hardest part the setup or something like that was uh, yeah that's, I, that's what paul when i came back i was working with mike awesome and he knew i was taking a full bump he stops me he goes take this bump he goes you know i know it can be rough i said i said fuck i could take anything once <laughs> <laughs> But I do want to mention this as well, not off topic here, Mikey. I think this will make you very, very happy. A lot of people are talking about the T-shirts, the T-shirts, the T-shirts, the front row material T-shirts. When did, when did they buy them? With a fucking coupon? Left and right. These things are flying off the shelves. I got people retweeting and tweeting and More. taking pictures of the shirt. I got a drop pie shirt here that uh, one of our good, good listeners – um, Goldie King Cloud Kicker, yep, Goldie. Yeah, Goldie, yeah, I see Goldie pop up all the time. Yeah, he got a drop pie shirt. Got a drop pie shirt. Took a picture of it when it arrived at his house. That's great. That's awesome. Shout out worst, to Goldie. Thank you so worst very shirt much. ever. No, out of no. Me. drop pie. And it's K dash I I I at I don't even know how to say his last name. K A S K A L A V I C H. Kaskalovich. Kaskalovich. At Kaskalovich. He got the uh, Beavis and Butthead shirt. Nice. Excellent. I would look so at this you, stuff, but I don't have my phone. So I can't, uh, so you, I can't look. You know, you know what's going to have to happen, you guys. Well, get on it. These, peop- these people want to talk to you. I'm ready. Bring up. Call them right now. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> call, them the call them right now. Right out of bed. They're 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 wanting they're wanting their Mikey and Jerry. And I tell, tell you them what. To, uh, send their phone number to our... Uh, on the DM down to our podcast Twitter account. Yes. And we'll Skype. call them. Get Skype. We'll do this. We'll Skype them. We will Skype you. We will Skype you. We will get you on with us. Once again, remember, please hit us with your DMs at FRM pod, or you can hit me at Mike Freeland. You can shoot me the DM as well. I'll be the one coordinating all of this getting together, but we will make sure that happens. Thank you so much. Everybody so far. Coordinating. Who has supported you've been, you've the show been, doing, a, you've been doing a bang up job so far coordinating this. You told these people. You, you doing, told these people a month ago that we get them on. Wait, wait a second. What? Well, wait, got, whoa, hold folks, on. Folks, it's been a great hold time on. this week. Jerry's saying off. Saying we will Skype you sounds kind of scary. It sounds like something Mikey would say while he's doing a shiki impression. We will, we will <laughs> Skype you. No, but this guy, this guy at Lucha Freddy on Twitter. Yes, he does a Freddy Mercury gimmick. That's awesome. It's unbelievable. Very he cool. he does the chops in the corner and he stomps yeah. his foot and then chops. So like doom doom chop. Doom doom chop. Oh, that's great. And it's we will, we will chop you down. Oh, it's great. Tremendous. It's gotta be over like gangbusters, huh? Oh, what a reaction he got. And uh yeah, real good guy too. And perfect timing with the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I mean, a really real good guy. I think he's from the UK somewhere. Uh, but uh, and, and he's, he's got he's got the you know the mustache going 
He's got uh, he's got the look. Well, everyone loves Queen. That's the most over rock band ever. Yeah, he's a little heavier than Freddie Mercury. Okay, here we go. Lucha at Lucha Fred. That's what I said. Okay. Yes. And he actually has some apparel if you go to at Pinfall Apparel. He does. He has like a, a nice pin, some nice. t-shirts. Real good guy, too. He does. If you go to Pro Wrestling Tees, you can go ahead and find Lucha Freddy stuff. Very nice. Just as easy as you could go to Pro Wrestling Tees, front row material, and you can find our stuff as well. You can also go ahead and put Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck's name in there, and you can find their merchandise as well. Mikey, how's this Twitter followers going for you? You, you gaining some more momentum here? I think so. I think I'm, I'm almost at 10, 10.9. What? Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's 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 made a surge. He's pulling Jerry, ahead in the polls. Yeah, oh. he he made a, oh. he made a surge. Yeah. I know you gotta you gotta start whatever your your thing is. You really gotta start working that better. You know, come on, people, help me out here. Help a brother out. Come on. I mean, you're he's you're getting there, Jerry. You're at eighty seven hundred. It's been, been eighty seven hundred for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> is that oh, did, I say, did I say that out loud? <laughs> Oh God, Derek! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I was laughing because uh-huh. I thought he was trying to make a fat joke. Oh, that's uh, Unfor- that's unreal. Unfortunately, when I said he, you know, what the Freddie Mercury thing, and then you know why he's thin, I knew exactly where he was going with that. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Whoa! No, there is no hey, Mike. I am uh I am not in the loop of what that joke was intended to be. It wasn't a joke. Jerry, Jerry throw us another uh listener Speaking question. Speaking of jokes, what's with the, uh, what's with the Playgirl cover? Huh? What? What? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought I it was I was having fun mm-hmm. one night, right? Mm-hmm. People like it, people responded. Yeah. Mhm. I was going to do it with Mikey, but then I thought not. Okay, I see. People like it, though, dude. Hey, doesn't it look good? <sighs> I don't know. Shawn Michaels did it. Would you, He's would a heartbreak kid. Would you do it? Would I personally pose yeah. for it if they asked yes. me to? I don't see why. Wow, coming, must- coming, coming from the motherfucker who won't piss in public. Yeah, You must be packing. Wait, time out. Hold on a second. Just because I want to use my... My bathroom etiquette is proper. Does not necessarily mean that I would not, for the right amount of money, go ahead and do what I need uh-huh. to do. What you got going on hey. down there? A baby leg? What's going on? Fifty bucks is fifty bucks. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, but I'm third cousins of the junkyard dog, so I'll leave it at oh, that. Boy. I think you, uh, you know what I'm barking at. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pronounced chick chickless. Chickless. Yeah. Have you actually had people in public say anything to you, Mikey? Like, not recognize you as as you, but thinking you were someone else. No. Jerry, has anyone else approached you and thought you were yes, someone else? Yes, several times. Who were you? What? Who do they think you well, were? Well, one time in Florida, I was on the beach wearing my Daisy Dukes, and this was when I was in pretty good shape. And someone asked me if I was Val Venus. <laughs> and I said, no. I said, Val is a lot taller than me. And I guess, that's a pretty I, nice compliment, I can see though. That. And then another time, I was at a Timberwolves basketball game. My buddy, he got us like two 
rows behind the bench in some company seats. And uh, Usher came over and said, uh, excuse me. She said, the rapper? No, an Usher that worked at the arena. Oh. Uh, uh, She came over and she said, excuse me, that woman over there wants to know if you're Sammy Hagar. (laughs) So obviously I still had my long hair. Wow. Great. You give that. Al Venus oh. and Sammy Hagar, and I get fucking King Kong Bundy. And I was, we did a week long, <laughs> yeah, we did a week long gig up in uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, up in Canada. It was at a big carnival. We they had the ring set up in the midway, and so we had two shows a day. Well, every night we'd go to a different hot spot, and the one night this couple comes up and asked me if I was Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Ooh, ooh. Do you like Nickelback? Yeah, I like some of their songs. Oh, okay. What? There's a couple. Credibility just went to shit. Oh, jeez. You know who else I like? Because you know who I like? I like Pink. Okay, I like some of her songs. She's good. And I like. I don't. I don't. I don't think I know any of her songs. And I like. uh, Who else do I like? I like Joan Armatrading. People you probably never heard of. I like Devo. I'm a big Devo mark. I like. Dying Fetus. I like, um, oh, Wendy O. Williams and the Plasmatics. Who else? Did you say Wendy Williams? Yeah, Wendy O. Williams and the Plasmatics. Oh, okay. That was before your time. Um, I like Social Distortion. I like Rancid. I like Face to Face. I like a lot of punk bands. I like, you know, besides the metal, and I like uh, a lot of blues. <laughs> He I, like, actually, I like a lot besides the metal. <laughs> <laughs> he just slips just right into Iron one. Sheik. Oh, Mikey, remember uh, when I was working for NYWC and we'd always go to that shenanigans afterwards? Yes. And I'd always, as soon as I got there, I'd like plug in $20 in the jukebox and play a lot of rock and tunes. Yeah, you, you were always good at the, at the, uh, the jukebox. Well, one night I slid in. Kelly Clarkson, since you've been gone, in the middle of the, all these good rock and tunes. And so it was funny watching all the guys looking around like, play this. this. Yeah. And then we, when it we blame in, Shane. Yeah. And then when it kicks into the chorus, I start pogoing up and down and just jam it. Little Richard, Chuck Berry, Jerry Lee Lewis, Jan and Dean, Elvis, of course. You got to love Elvis. Boo. Oh, you don't like Elvis? What's the matter? Overrated. You're not an Elvis fan? Oh, oh, overrated? overrated? Oh, boy. How is he overrated? He stole his stick from a crippled kid. What? How is a crippled kid shaking his hips like that? Palsy? Hold yeah. on. <laughs> Jesus. Hold on. Wait a minute. Where are you getting this information? Isn't that movie? What movie? Oh, Forrest Gump? He, he said... Is that the one with the cripple kid? Forrest Gump. The kid couldn't walk. Yeah, he, he, he got he, the braces. He, they were fucking making fun of him. He had, he, he had braces on his legs. Right. Mama, I could run. Yeah. Yeah, he stole his fucking stick from a fucking crippled kid. Oh, boy. He wasn't crippled. He was able to walk just fine. Do we know that's true, or was that just for dramatic effect in the movie? I mean, I don't know. They look kind of cool. That wasn't a true movie. No, I'm afraid not. Sh- really? Yeah, I'm sorry, Mikey. Did you not? Did not anyone tell you that that Forrest Gump was just fictitious? Right. It wasn't based on anything. 
I thought that was a fucking real movie. Like the bubble, the, the shrimp restaurants. Yeah, n- nothing. He <laughs> <laughs> just Shut the fuck up. his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad. <gasps> but 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 I will say this. You know, somebody who are you still are you still upset? I'm <laughs> okay. He's, he's verklempt. You don't even eat seafood, though, do you? No, but they have those fucking restaurants. So I thought that you know that was a fucking thing. Right. No. No. It's all. It's all horseshit. I have to change my password now for my Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> shrimp, shrimp, potatoes, shrimp coleslaw. Yep. It's a good move. No, my password. My Look. password is one forest one. Well, why did you just say that? Your password. Well, I thought forest gump was like a real thing, and I'm just thinking about it now. No, I understand that. Say but why would you just one forest one? Well, is that like it, is that like Barbara Walters saying run? Yeah, run. No, it's it, it, instead of it's, one. It's, <laughs> it was Elmer Fudd saying <laughs> run forest run. <laughs> one no. forest one. Wabbit season. No, instead of instead of run forest season. run, it was one forest one. Get it? Aha. Uh-huh. I, get I thought that. it was a no. I get it. No, I get I it. I was gonna go fuck myself. It'd be a whole lot easier. I thought it was. Oh my <laughs> I just don't know why you shared your uh, your password with uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of listeners of this podcast. Please, it's fucking ten. <laughs> Jerry doesn't even listen to his own show. Thank you. Too. I'm caught up. Oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> You're caught I'm up. Caught up. No, speaking of which. I think I hear my dogs yipping in the backyard. I think something's giving them some sort of social anxiety. I got to go check it out. <laughs> so he's going to go check out Jesus oh, Pete's. What in the hell is that? What? What was it? Was that you in the background or was that him in the I background? I haven't moved. Okay. What I what I was going to tell you really quickly is that uh Jerry doing his dancing. It was uh Dan Bongo went ahead and, and tweeted and he can be found at uh Golaz Golazo Dan and it's Jerry dancing backstage. Had you seen this, Mikey? No. You should see this. I'm gonna go ahead and retweet this. Oh you don't have your phone by no. you. Okay. You're gonna I'll have to tweet it at you. It's very interesting. You went to the uh you went to a concert as well, didn't you? You were telling me that. You went to Ghost, oh, right? To Ghost, yeah. Did fucking phenomenal. Time? Phenomenal. They has yeah. fucking down with the theatrics and the gimmick and everything else, they have the shit fucking down. I'll tell you that. Wow. We'll talk about that at a later time. But it was really fucking oh. excellent. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, let's go ahead and put a bow tie on this. Hopefully, all of you enjoyed this week's episode. Is there anything else that you would like to mention before we uh, we say our fond adus? Uh, no. Okay. Did Jerry leave? I thought he said something about his dogs. Oh. He did not say anything else. I'm not sure if he's still there. All right. Jerry? No. Great. Yeah. He just fucking disappears. Gone again. Well, I kind of disappeared before. Gone again. I got my healing, my feelings hurt, <laughs> so I kind of... I bet he's gone. You did... I, he I, left. I, I am... At this... Yeah. I don't have any doubt. All right. He talked about dogs yipping, <laughs> and now he's... Uh, I didn't hear anything, though. You didn't hear anything? I, I heard a little something. Oh. But, and then it just dropped. Well... So, all right. Well, that's his thing. I guess we're saying goodbye again for Jerry. We are. 
for Jerry Lynn. And once again, you can follow him at It's Jerry Lynn. Go ahead and follow him on Twitter. He loves to interact with listeners of the podcast. If you'd like to go ahead and follow Mikey Whipwreck, you can go ahead and cruise on over and follow him on Twitter. He is at Mikey Whipwreck underscore. I'm no longer and it used to longer, be longer chunky. You are no longer. So you changed that back, correct? Yes. Good. That, that I made I knew what I did and then I got tired of looking at it. So I <laughs> so I made it back to normal. Well, you know what? You're not going to be – I don't even think you're chunky to be honest. Was, and I think this keto diet – this keto diet's really working for you. So I think you should be very happy. It's – so far so good. I've kind of gotten over the carb craving, so I'm kind of doing all right. Well, that's good. I'm still a little bit cranky. Now, do you, I'm do hoping you, by next week I'll be less cranky. Well, your body will adjust. It's getting there. It's getting there. Have I just you weighed yourself since you started? Nope. No. But my pants are a little bit bigger. The bigger pants is good. Well, my pants are, my pants aren't bigger but they, they're fitting bigger. Right. That means you're getting smaller. Hopefully, yes. Yes. All the way down to 187 pounds when you were the heavyweight champion of the world. I don't know if I get back down 187. At my advanced age, I don't know if that's going to be possible. Your advanced age? You're only a few years older than I am. Like I said, my advanced age. Oh, <laughs> I thank you. You're welcome. With that being said, with that being said, you can follow me on Twitter. Fuck plugging Mikey. You can follow me on Twitter if you'd like to follow me. I am at Mike Freeland. Guys, if you want to go ahead and follow the podcast once again, always you know the normal places. You can follow us on Twitter at FRM Pod. You can find us on SoundCloud and anywhere else fine podcasts are made available. And don't forget to cruise over to Pro Wrestling Tees. Go ahead and pick up a t-shirt. You can find us there. You can find Mikey. You can find Jerry. And if you want to get some autographs from Mikey Whipwreck, you can go ahead and shoot him a DM. and He will get back in contact with you and make the arrangements. Any other appearances or is your appearances done for 2018? I'm done. I don't think I'm, you I don't think I'm doing anything else until March. That's not I'm bad. on a vacation. Take, take a little time I'm off. on vacation. Nice. But then WrestleMania. WrestleMania season. Things will start picking back up again for me. Well, a little bit. All right. For Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whitbreck, I am Mike Freeland. We'll catch you next time on the podcast. Yay. his hair son at last saved after all these years stuck up this cursed mountain licking moss with only a crow for a friend how'd you find me just walking the dog need lift back down room for a crow adventures never far with the land rover discovery sport now 339 pounds per month on land rover personal contract hire oh heated seats land rover Above and beyond. Initial rental, £4,068. 48th month term. Subject status, 8,000 miles per annum. Conditions apply. Offer ends 31st of March. Participating retailers only. Such Land Rover offers. What's that, boy? <coughs> Dad, over there. <coughs> Is that a Yeti? It's just his hair, son. At last, saved after all these years. Stuck up this cursed mountain, licking moss with only a crow for a friend. How'd you find me? Just walking the dog. Need a lift back down? 
Room for a crew? Adventures never far with the Land Rover Discovery Sport. Now £339 per month on Land Rover personal contract hire. Oh, heated seats. Land Rover. Above and beyond. Initial rental £4,068. 48th month term. Subject status. 8,000 miles per annum. Conditions apply. Offer ends 31st of March. Participating retailers only. Such Land Rover offers.